take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And welcome to another episode of From the Pit, the show where we bring you everything from based doom bands named Woke to pumpkin spice and dune-inspired desert rock. <laughs> My name is Phil. With me is Frank, Yo. Mike, Yo. and Sam. What's up? And we're here to talk about metal and shit. Hell yeah. And shit. As, a po- as opposed to what we do every other week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, which is just talk about shit. And Limp biscuit puns. <laughs> Uh, that shit still cracks me up. I showed that to someone like last week. And I just replayed it for him like twenty times. They didn't think it was funny as I did. There's a, I, I, I can't remember what they're called, but I follow a I follow a, a Limp Biscuit themed page on Facebook and they post a shop this morning of uh it's from some old Spider Man comic where Mary Jane is like saying to Peter, she's like, Well guess what, mister, you just scored big time and undershirt is a fucking Limp Biscuit logo. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Well, <clears throat> I start us off again. Sorry. It's just getting cold here, so I'm going to be clearing my throat all night. I'll try not to. But oh, no, dude. I, re- I recorded a bonus episode last night with a sore throat, so I feel you. It's the fucking <laughs> worst. Yeah. I know, dude. It was awful. We were reached out to again. This is becoming a thing, and I like it. So I hope it continues to be a thing. Absolutely. Kiova. We uh, reached out to Christopher from Kiova, reached out to us requesting a review. So there's another one. We're going to listen to a little bit longer of a clip because uh, this is this is that long format metal. So uh, mm-hmm. let's, let's do two minutes, 30 seconds.
I want I want more of it. Yeah, I uh, there's a lot of like genre bending going on that strikes me the same sort of way as like Gazador. It, yeah, it was really cool because I didn't know I didn't know what to expect with that intro. Yeah. Um, also, like really fun percussion in the front there. Oh, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, that really, really fucking, really fucking snagged me right off the bat. It adds. So I'm much. glad. I'm I'm glad I'm not the only one who kind of appreciated the play on the snare that was going on there. That was pretty cool. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's the shining mark of uh, this this four track that they're releasing. Um, we only had this one track to kind of you know show to you guys. Um, <clears throat> what's the name of the track? The name of the track is "Ruins Within Ruins." Mm. So I mean, it, it's very much in that vein of like doomy, uh, hardcore, progressive. I guess mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. I I feel like there's um I feel like there's a really uh, sizable influence from post rock, and yeah. I, I feel like that, I feel like that really can't be ignored either. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, absolutely. You know, um, it also that build like that little fill on the snares and stuff like that all gets progressively more built upon as the tracks go through. I mean, these are pretty, pretty long five to eight minute tracks. Okay. So there's a lot of progression. I, I like that with this, with this format, like with this style, I want it to be a little bit longer as right. much as it makes it a pain in the ass to find sound clips <laughs> when you're doing a fucking metal podcast right. um you I'm need those movements yeah. yeah absolutely i mean it's true not everybody can have the dri song likes you know mm. so, so, <laughs> yeah. so, sometimes sometimes you just have a little more to express and oh god i feel like i'm i feel like when i'm done with this episode i'm gonna have to come back and play this whole thing like all the 10 minutes through because i kind of want to see where that was going right yeah, no, yeah I mean, it's really got me curious hey well check into it we've also got a a little press pass type sneak back doorway into the full thing so we can hear the whole thing oh shit <laughs> and I'm, and I'm saying yeah you you wish you were as cool as we were right man there's perks <laughs> doing the works so, See, I, I I like this. I like that like bands are actually starting to reach out to us now and asking like, "Hey, will you listen to our stuff?" Yes, we like, will. Yeah, it's cool as shit. Like, like, and I don't I don't even care if like I don't even really care if they're just like smaller bands. It's just like the fact that there are bands out there who hear what we do and feel that like they want to they want to be promoted on our show. Like to me, that's like a sign of success right there oh the, the smaller bands are exactly what we want that's kind of you know no it's kind of what i'm we talking do. yeah i'm talking from like the perspective of like somebody who doesn't really listen to the show and doesn't really know how important those small bands really are yeah yeah i hear that yeah yeah well that's good shit all right well yeah. that'll really? that'll really? yes sir <laughs> that'll release uh november 2nd uh this year where do we find that we can find that at kiovaband.bandcamp.com and let's see any other little bits they are from Finland five piece and they recorded at legendary Tonehaven also in Finland so next up I was positive this was an older band and I think I was kind of also I was right and wrong Uh, there is another band by the name of Bitter Taste but this is debut EP from an Australian band by the name of Bitter Taste off of The Void. Let's listen to Tortured. (laughs) 
Misty. I mean, how do you even end a song like that? Leave the like audience, they just did. Like leave the audience in such a state. Yeah, man. <laughs> so I can, like, yeah, because you you almost expect a drop after that. Yeah, like, you went absolutely. Quiet and I was like, oh, there's another break now. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> someone has to stop mid swing in the pit. Like. <laughs> <"Ooh!"> <laughs> So Ugh. those fucking, as we say every time, those fucking, those ruse are really, uh, really doing a number to these poor guys, fucking putting out heavy ass shit like this. <sighs> Just the whole album is ignorant as shit. It's, if you like to that, you like the whole thing. So. I love, I love using ignorant as a descriptor. It's like my new, it's like my favorite new word to describe any really heavy band I listen to. <laughs> oh, dude, that's like. Uh, I, I was just listening to it the other day, and it, it, uh, it like, probably one of my favorite fucking uh, album titles in the past, like, five years was Eaten Alive's Masterpiece of Ignorance. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so good. Word. Oh, man. Uh, oh, yeah. Is that, uh, is that me up next? Almost. Uh, oh, wait, no. Yeah, no I say, I was... But uh, that w- that is released this month, and you can find that at bestwishesrecords.bandcamp.com. And last up, there's a little shout-out to Sammy. I was going to say, this looks like something I would like. <laughs> I, th- I think you will. I'm starting to get a little more confident. This is Bone Sickness off of Theater of Morbidity. We're going to listen to a bit of Slaughter Shed. They call it death metal music. The lyrics, designed to shock, glorify murder and sexual mutilation. There was a river, I'm afraid, think of that as I You were there, to escape, back to back to land. That was dope. Dirty. Mm. <laughs> See, not not only is this awesome, but uh, it also gets points because the cover reminds me of the cover of Infestors to the Depths and Degradation, which is one of my favorite album covers of all time. Go look that up if you don't know what I'm talking about. But yeah, this I mean, there's like there's the there's like the Swedish tempo. There's like the Sunlight Studios Swedish tempo to this, but it doesn't really have the same tone. Yeah. It's it's almost got like a New York like almost a New York death metal feel to it. So just influences coming from all over the place here, which is kind of cool. Sorry, getting a little bit of fuzz in my ears. Yeah, I heard yeah, that so too. am I. Yeah. Yep. But uh I'm glad you liked it. Uh Death Grind, uh, it seems to be something that's also pretty pretty easy to get me to enjoy it. Mhm. I mean, fuck. 
<laughs> listen to this thing. I have to check real quick, but I think it's got a lot of tracks, all things considered. 13. <laughs> yeah. And they're not all, and eh, mostly grind tracks, but there's a couple three-minute tracks on here. So get out there, check oh, that yeah. out. That'll be at... Oh, Bone yeah, and Frank. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, that'll be at bonesickness.bandcamp.com. Also, Frank, uh, there's a cassette available. God damn it. <laughs> my wallet. My poor, poor wallet. <laughs> oh, I know. I know, dude. I've bought, I've, I've bought like three things on Bandcamp over the last week and a half. I feel it. Yeah, oh, I think I know what it, it is. Happens. All right. I figured it out. It's my phone. Oh, is it? Making that noise over here for us. Yeah, I don't think oh. I don't think the audience will hear it, but Oh, is that what that was? Maybe they I heard, I could, Yeah, I heard it. I heard it a little <laughs> if you do, tiny bit. My fault. But uh <laughs> way yeah, to but, fucking go. Mike, you're fired. My bad. All right. That that's me for this week. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's pretty cool. Uh I'm up next, I believe. Uh nope. What? Oh no, you're not. Oh no, I'm not. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that one was me. Uh, so I'm 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 a one and done this week. Uh, I was planning on doing more, um, and then I listened to this fucking album like three times in a fucking row. Uh, <laughs> if, if uh, this sounds anything like what the album art looks like, yeah, exactly. As, as as soon as I opened up the Bandcamp, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna like this. Uh, Tom, why don't you go ahead and roll this one? So what 
what this band makes me want to do is role play as a glammed out barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> See, all I really want is uh, I just want to see this band tour with Rat and Grim Reaper. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, uh, when I when I found them at first, uh, by the way, that was the song uh, Rise of the Snake Bite. Or no, excuse me, Heroes of the Unknown off the album Rise of the Snake Bite by the band Snake Bite. <laughs> um, when I when I first fucking found these guys, I opened the page and I'm like, oh, this looks fucking awesome already. I thought, you know, I, I start right from the first track and I'm like, this can't be like, this has to be some fucking some old album that got like that, that got rediscovered and released. Mm-hmm. Nah, this shit was recorded this year. It's <laughs> <That is laughs> awesome. Like so perfectly eighties. Yeah, I was I was gonna say, are you, are you sure this hasn't just been like sitting? Has, are you sure this just hasn't been sitting in the drummer's garage since nineteen eighty six when they first heard Blitzkrieg and decided I, we can do that? I'd I'd fucking believe it if you told me that's what it was. I really would. But uh, no, this was this was recorded two thousand eighteen. I love the banner no with the leather shit. jacket, the uni- the uniform snake bite leather jacket. Yeah. yeah pretty good it was so hard and you know there was um it was really hard because i wanted to get a clip like i know that clip was a little longer because i had to get the fucking solo in a lot of the other ones that i wanted to throw up i'm like the solo's not until like fucking three minutes in and like it's band camp so it's a pain in the ass to start in the middle of a track that's uh it's part of why this is the only band i brought in this week because i spent a good long while Mm. uh on this fucking album uh ridiculous if if you if you like anything about fucking 80s metal this is fucking perfect uh start to finish uh oh uh they're also let's see they're based out of uh germany huh yeah uh you can find them at snakebite-music.bandcamp.com i highly recommend you go do that I am definitely going to be doing that. Okay, so I guess that yeah. finally brings it to me. No, just I'm excited. I'm excited <laughs> for this, dude. Like I, I've been, I've been waiting for over a week to bring this in now. All right. Uh, so yeah, um, anyone who, for anyone who donates to the Patreon, you might remember a while ago I did a, um, I did a two band special uh, or a two a two demo special on a band called Time Ghoul and who are fucking amazing in every way and see what what really struck me as tragic about that is that they never released a full length but i think i may have found the band to like complete that legacy maybe if they last beyond this one demo themselves so this week we're going to take a listen to a band real recent discovery for me again called desolation realm off of their self-titled ep and we are going to Take a listen to the song, Lifeless Forms. Tom?
that's a fucking Sam band if I've ever heard one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like if you were to just play all of our bands in a row without any of us saying anything, I feel like you could honestly pick out which ones are mine at this point. Most of the time. Yeah. I mean, I have I have a sound. I have a style. And it's... Uh, it's something I tend to stick with. I just I, I like throwing curveballs once in a while, but not often. And for anyone who is actually like familiar with what I listen to, this is not going to be a curveball at all. So Desolate Realm are out of uh, Oslo, Norway. And uh, I mean, it's really just here good to hear about death metal coming from Norway because I mean they're 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 good at doing things other than like the Dark Throne sound. Okay, so <laughs> I, I really like the Dark Throne sound. <laughs> No, I mean, I'm, yes. su- I'm surprised how many of the Sammy boxes that that managed to check off. I mean, that was uh, layered and crusty. That was technical without wanking. I mean, it was moody. It was evil sounding. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Well, it it also has this. There's there's also an esoteric feel to it, like this 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 overarching feeling of something 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 far larger than you. Like something even larger than the music, which is something that something that Time Ghoul were always really good at evoking in their own music, even though they really only recorded six tracks. I mean, there are only four tracks on this EP, and I'm really hoping that very, very, very soon we get to hear more of what Desolate Realm can do. Because I think, I mean, this this reminds me very much of the first Time Ghoul demo, Tumultuous Travelings. And if you've heard that, uh, whether on my recommendation or not, and you like that style... This is going to appeal to you. This has many of those same hallmarks, like the kind of the kind of creepy, otherworldly, ethereal dual guitar leads, just the super heavy crushing rhythms, the technical drums, and the you know, honestly, I wish they'd published the lyrics because I get the feeling that there are some interesting things going on with their lyrics. I just can't quite make them out and all the all the wall of noise and sanity that's going on. So, yeah. Um Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and Time Ghoul have written some of my favorite lyrics of all time. So I want to know what the fuck is going on. And I really, really hope that uh, that they have a physical release of this sometime soon, because this appears to be an entirely independent release. So you can head over to desolationrealm.bandcamp.com and you can pick up their self-titled EP for three euros, so about four bucks. Ah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So this, yeah, again, much like much like the the Cathillus shit is the closest we're gonna get to a new Demolich album. Like this is as close <laughs> as you're gonna get. This is as close as you're gonna get to new Time Ghoul material. So you might as well go pick it up. Fucking a. And I'm I'm one and done. I'm a, I'm a one pump champ this week. How about that? I've got two this week. Oh, uh, I, I, I lost all my money <laughs> on that bet. But that is that is also because of uh. Donnie on Twitter hit me up with two recommendations. Uh, nice. Damn. Yeah. And uh, Donnie seems to know what I like. So <laughs> I'm always glad to bring them in. Shout outs to Donnie. Hell yeah. So the first band we're listening to is a band called Monasteries. We're going to listen to a bit of the uh, track Larson Trap. Tom, play it. Oh, this man is seeking your 
Yeah. That is a that is some technical ass deathcore. Yeah. Uh that was kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know there, there are two things that stuck out about about that to me. The fucking drum production and when that bass started cutting through. Mm. Mm. Yeah. When that, when, when, that, when that bass tone started cutting through, I was like, oh, ooh, ooh, yeah. that, that, hits, that hits my good spot. Mm-hmm. And like, there is times where you can have like super produced drums. Like you need it in certain situations. Like you want that tightness. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, for this style, especially. Uh, yes. I think I'm having a real hard time figuring out what to say because, um, (laughs) it was all the way up until that breakdown where I was like, you know, this is death Corey like ish, but otherwise I don't know what is happening. Like, (laughs) no, no, no. So I liked, (laughs) I liked everything that I heard. And then at the end it's like, okay, this is death core. But you know what we always say is it's like. Deathcore, that sounds like deathcore, is usually garbage. Mm-hmm. So these guys really don't. You know what I mean? No. We've got that heavy, t- like, we've got that tonal quality and breakdowns and shit. But... I, th- I think I've also figured something out. So obviously deathcore gets its its bad rep because, especially during that, that time period where it was flooded with Ch- garbage. Yeah, like oh, oh, you mean oh, you mean the early 2000s yeah. when quite literally early. everyone in their fuck everyone in or yeah, to mid 2000s to, to, when everyone to uh, early yeah. like 10s too, dog. Like Chugcore was like Chugcore Bros and shit. Like, oh, oh yeah. my yeah. god. Yeah, Be- because again, I grew up I grew up in California and everyone in their fucking grandmother was starting a fucking deathcore band. But and now, they all sucked. <laughs> for the most part, we're getting we're st- I guess because I almost like some of that time has passed, we're getting some people who are inventive, like creative, like there was like some, some, uh, rhythmic quality to that. I was like, this is fucking, it's dope. Yeah. And I think I feel like listening to like good death core is like that moment when you first become an adult and you go, I'm going to have cookies for breakfast. (laughs) Because people say you shouldn't, but I'm gonna. <laughs> Who said I can't listen to all breakdowns all the time? Exactly. Guess mm-hmm. what? Fuck you. I'm gonna, and it's awesome, and I'm the happiest person. You're miserable as shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, right now, uh, they have uh, some other tracks up, and I believe they also might have some links, but as of right now, this is just a single track up on the band camp, and this is, that would be Monasteries. Wait, wait that's it? No, there's there's other other releases. material. Okay, and stuff. okay. I was uh, like, but, fuck, I need more of that. We, and I think they said you can pre-orders for our second EP. Pulmonary Fallible is available in the link in our bio. Ah, shit. Well, I have the link to get you to the Bandcamp, which can get you there, which would be monasteries.bandcamp.com. All right, there All you right. go. Yeah. They can they can do a bit of extra clicking. Yes, shit. they'll yeah. be okay. Now, you guys, we make it work for it. It's it's worth it, right? We've uh, we've got another one from Donnie. This is a band uh called Paleface, and apparently this has members of some guest members in it. But we're gonna listen to a bit of the track "Deprivation Method." Fucking red, ooh, 
appreciate you man you bring it in some shit that like i wouldn't expect like deathcore doing some really weird backflips making me interested I, th yeah this man. is gross this, <laughs> this is a, a fragment of this this is a fucking seven minute song of like <laughs> i feel like if this gets played live everyone's gonna be so winded because it's just fucking breakdown after breakdown <laughs> like, I, I, I like uh I, I love what a band is clearly having fun with the genre yes and yes, they, yes they certainly were uh especially on this track <sighs> like just when like they're doing a breakdown you're like all right we're gonna go and uh, we're gonna we're gonna was, go into another breakdown yeah. this is fuck oh i want to beat everything Dude, right now so we started off with a little power violence and a little like lord gore vocals then some hardcore vocals and then that weird chant yeah, <laughs> it's all over. The, yeah, man, it's, it's all over the place. All it's kinds a lot of, of shit fun. that they're pulling out. It is. It's fucking dope. Like, uh, I want. I want more of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, to appreciating our listeners right now. Yeah. So you wanna you wanna get more of this? Just go over to palefaceslam.bandcamp.com. I feel like everyone needs a little bit more slam in their life. Hmm. I think there's a dietary recommendation. And people are not following it. Vitamin slam. Yes. That's that's really just talking about me. You just need a <clears throat> need a dose pop of slammy every day. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, believe that brings us to a segment. Oh, it does. Uh, Some might say it's the most important segment. I, I I'd say it's certainly our biggest segment. Mm-hmm. That would be the brutal bruise. Fuck yeah. That's uh, a good one. Yeah, it's uh it's Halloween brews time. Tom
So, uh, I don't think the band needs any introduction, but for anyone unaware, somehow, <laughs> that was Danzig. Mm. Uh, that was the first track, uh, Hammer of the Gods, off of their 2010 release, uh, Death Red Sabbath, Sabbath, I don't know what the fuck that's supposed to be. I think, I think uh, it's Sabbath. I think it's Sabbath. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, Whatever. Yeah, I, I've I've never <laughs> I've never bothered to really look into it, but um, yeah, 2010. Uh, no one was really expecting much out of Danzig. Um, you know, we had all lived through uh, three, which was yeah, and then four, which was just fucking awful. Um, I'll, I'll be I'll be totally honest. Like when I first heard about Danzig, uh, I think the person who told me about them just told me to stick with the first two. And I don't think I ever really went beyond that. Three, so three's got a couple of all right moments. And four was just horrendous. It was so bad. Um, Jesus. Like, you, you just don't really expect a comeback. And all of a sudden, 2010, uh, they, they dropped what should have probably been Danzig three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, it's got all of the, all of the, the hallmarks, you know, it's got the, the, the nice thick bluesy sound. It's got much more aggressive riffs. Um, I think a large part of it comes down to the fact that, uh, Danzig, um, recorded and produced this independently. Okay. So this was, uh... you know, Full-on fucking Danzig, I think, really getting back to the roots of what Danzig was. So, prior to you uh, mentioning this, like, I never um, listened to this album before until, what was that, yesterday? Yeah. Um. So, you know how, well, this was on a bonus episode, but I was saying that Riff Raff makes me want to turn my Mustang into a donk. <laughs> this album made me want to take my Mustang you know, make it primer black with skulls and bullshit on it and just go terrorizing the neighborhood. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, well, that's the thing. I think a lot of people overlook this album because it's one of those things where you're just like, it's like, you know, it was 2010. I don't think anyone was like mm. hanging around waiting on the new Danzig album. It wasn't until a friend of mine was like, yo, did you, did you actually check that out? And I was like, no. And he's like, yo, it has no place being as good as it is. <laughs> like it, it i don't know where it came from but there it fucking is um ninth studio album apparently uh there's just a whole bunch that i don't even pay attention to it's almost <laughs> like oh we got our danzig one and two and that's all we need yeah apparently we missed out on some stuff yeah well i don't know about any of the rest of it yeah, but i know this album is fucking ridiculous yes yeah. Uh, and that's, I mean, that's what they intro the fucking album with. It's really a statement of like, we're back. We, yeah. Like, this is what you've been fucking waiting for. Here the fuck it is. Um, fan fuck, fantastic. Now, obviously this is a fucking Halloween pick. Yes. Uh, and I didn't want it to turn into a trope where we're doing the misfits every fucking year until we go through all their fucking albums. <laughs> uh, and th- this one just popped into my head because we've already done, I think the, I think we've done Danzig one and two, at different and points. Yes. This, this also is this also is not the first time you've sung the praises of Death Red Sabbath on this show before. You've um, you've described it to me before as like an album that has no place being as good as it, as good as it is. Yeah. So, 
I mean, it's good that you reminded me about this because uh, I remember distinctly the, the last time you told me about it. I was like, oh, I do need to go check that out. Yeah, man. Um, well, I mean, everyone just heard that fucking just heard that audio clip. Like, I don't think there are many questions uh, to be asked about it, uh, but we needed to pair this. Yes. And of course, I'm going to stick with the spirit of the season. Uh, and I found us Evil Geniuses uh, Trick or Treat Chocolate Pumpkin Porter. This is fan fucking tastic. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's like, nice because anytime you start getting into that realm of like the pumpkin ales, uh, especially the chocolate pumpkin, you really risk going too far into that like overly sweet like obnoxious mm -hmm. like some of the some of the southern tier uh dessert beers like the fucking um the creme brulee which is really interesting <sighs> and awesome in its own right but you can only do a fucking glass of it because it's like a fucking novelty beer. which is and when it comes into 22 ounce bomb you're like ah uh. uh but this this is drinkable yep uh this is you know it's it's got the aspects that you're looking for but it treats it like a beer Unlike mm -hmm. some of the beers that are out there, I think, trying to pull in the white girl audience. Um, <laughs> Nothing but pumpkin spice, right? <laughs> I, I have to say, speaking of the us, uh, my buddy just sent me a picture and he's drinking a southern tier cinnamon roll. Yeah, That's what it's called. I'm sure it tastes exactly like a fucking cinnamon roll, too. Probably. Yeah. I mean, which is cool. Like, I love southern tier. Yeah. Uh, and I, those are obviously, like, novelty beers. Um, actually, Phil, speaking of novelty beers, you remember how I mentioned I picked up that, uh, that fearless brewing company's peaches and cream ale last week. Oh uh, yeah. That was fucking terrible. <laughs> ah, that's a bummer. <laughs> oh my God, dude. I was like, my friend and I tried it and we were like, this is one of the most disgusting things we've ever had. And it was, it was oh, fucking horrible. It, I mean, and I felt awful because fearless brewing company is awesome. It didn't have a high margin of success. I mean, there was, no. Yeah, there's little chance on that one. But this oh, is God, this is fucking so, delicious. This God, God it was evil, so disgusting. Evil genius in general, from what I've had of them, has always been pretty good. Yeah, uh, well, tasty. and you know, they're they're one of those breweries that uh that really take those risks. Like they put out a lot of the weird yeah. uh flavors. I'm pretty sure they were one of the uh one of the early ones to do you know, like the peanut butter and jelly beer or like weird yeah. shit like that. And when you like We'd all buy it, being like, oh, "This will, this will be fun to to drink and make fun of." And then you try it, and it's like, "Oh wait, this is actually really fucking good." I have, <laughs> I have to say, on the comment of like the super sweet like dessert beers, there's a dude I follow on Instagram, and he made like a joke post saying like, "It's like I'm like, oh, brewers and what are going to be in 2019?" It's like, well, what we did was we took some fruit and the beer, and we just removed all the beer, and we just pureed all the fruit and added more juice to it. <laughs> it's it's fruit juice. It's what you want it the whole time, you fucks. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, as far as the pairing, uh, it is a porter, which I think is is probably the style to go with uh, for Danzig. Um, you know, especially the, especially this fucking album. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's obviously dark. It's... It's it's got heft to it without being like 
overly heavy. Yeah, there's there's also a certain smoothness to it. <laughs> yes. Uh, which there always has been with Danzig, with, you know, the, the bluesier vocals. Um, what is interesting that I think was actually kind of a step up on this one um, was the fact that he recorded in the manner in which he did. So there's, uh, it's a little dirtier, mm-hmm. which I really like. It, it really adds to the, uh, to the overall feel of the album. Um, but it's heavy as shit. I mean, it's arguably some of the heaviest material that, uh, yes. that he's done, uh, which is good because this thing's a fucking 7.8. Yeah, boy. So it's, uh, it's not the heaviest hitter in the world, but, um, It'll it's, it'll it'll do a fucking number. Yes, if you're not careful, it'll knock you on your chin. Yeah, yeah. My uh, my roommate was looking looking real nice and toasty after he uh, pounded three of them in a row last night. <laughs> oh Jesus. Uh, but anyway, it's fucking Halloween. Uh, get into the goddamn spirit. Go fucking grab yourself a copy of Danzig's Death Red Seboth. That Saboth. Uh and uh find yourself a six pack of Evil Geniuses Trick or Treat Chocolate Pumpkin Porter. And if I'm not mistaken, they're like reasonably priced too, right? Yeah, I don't think this one was too crazy. Um I, I'm I'm having a hard time remembering because I picked up three six packs at the same time, but I think it was only like eleven <laughs> bucks. Alright, there you go. Nice. Oh, not bad. Yeah. Um it's a, it's a killer fucking beer. If you get a chance to try anything from Evil Genius, uh, even if it sounds weird, give it a shot. Because yes. weird's kind of exactly what they do. All right. And we got some uh, we got some news. We got some fun news, yeah. Yeah, we got some we got, good shit this week. We have a piece of news that I've quite literally been waiting five years. Well, you wait your turn there, buddy. <laughs> Suck my dick. You can wait five more years, bitch. <laughs> oh, fuck you, Phil. <laughs> All right. We have fun here. <laughs> we do. We do. There's there's blowjobs all around after work. Mm. Yeah. Well, Mike, what do you got for us? I was going to say, Mike, start off. Otherwise, I'm going to start making noises that I usually make. All right. Uh, you don't want you don't want to hear them. They're creepy. Boom, <laughs> All right, let's, let, let's just play the track first. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> 
Not too familiar with this band myself. I just, it was fucking all over the place. Um, it just released Hate Eternal. This is Upon Desolate Sands. Um, no, Hate, uh, Hate Eternal have been around for a while. Right. Been, I checked them yeah, out. Yeah, they've been. I saw, yeah. Yeah, I saw an extensive fucking discography. So I was like, fuck it. Oh. Somebody might know about them. And, I, you know, I previewed a couple tracks and it was pretty nice. So I, I just brought it on. <laughs> <laughs> so if you know you, them, they got shit out. You should you should go you should go check out uh, more hate eternal shit. No, I, I um, like I really like that. Uh, you know, well they're um they've got uh, er, uh Eric Rutan, the guitarist and frontman of uh, of Hate Eternal, has had some history with Morbid Angel. Uh, he played, I believe, he played on Kingdoms Disdained. I think he also played on um, I think he played on Gateways to Annihilation and uh, Heretic. I could be wrong. I'd have to go back and look, mm. but I, I know he did. I know he did a bunch of work with them during the uh, Steve Tucker era. I don't know if he did anything with them during the uh, the David Vincent stuff, but uh, yeah, Eric Rutan. Uh, Eric Rutan goes way, way back in the Florida death metal scene. He's been around a while. Yeah, yeah. say that's that's quite the resume there. Yeah, no, Eric. I believe it or not. Um, in case you haven't seen it, there is a video of Eric Rutan joining the mountain goats on stage when they played the song, the best, the best ever death metal band in Denton <laughs> fucking, fucking Eric Rutan comes out and plays with the mountain goats. And it's, it's, inc- I'm not joking. It's real. You could go find it on YouTube. See, I knew I didn't need to know anything. <laughs> <laughs> buddy, buddy. That's, that's why you've got me. That's why you've got me. I'm going to check into this. I mean, it, it has the hallmarks uh, in my limited knowledge of like OG fucking, you know, metal grandfathers. So, I mean, it sounds tough. Oh, the, the term is OSDM, buddy. Thank Old you. school death metal. Uh, that's what that means. God damn it, dude. I, your, I, your ability to piece things together sometimes is it's amazing how bad it like. <laughs> Like when HP Lovecraft talks about humans being able to finally piece together uh-huh. knowledge, no, you'll be good. Last in line, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. you're like, hmm? what's everyone worried about? <laughs> you didn't know this already. I I feel like I may have just like inadvertently tossed Mike into a pit that he won't be able to crawl out of. Oh no, no, I walked into the sun willingly. Oh no, I I did a fucking swan dive into it a few years ago, and I have no intention of coming out. Oh, we're talking about death metal. Yes, yes. I am going to yeah. check that band out. Yes. yes you <laughs> All right. I'm going oh, to make sure you do. All right, boy. I was like, I got one more. All right. This is a big one. This, uh, this, this is my wake up one day and be like, oh, shit. These guys are doing new stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm real glad you got to this because I saw it and I just I haven't had a chance to check out the the album. I actually meant to, to shoot it over to you and I was like, eh. I mean, I was also a little tipsy at the time. I was like, "Ah, Mike probably knows." <laughs> yeah, I've a, uh, I've got a, I've got a couple of friends who've been posting about this album pretty regularly. I, I know I've seen the cover. I haven't heard the music, but uh, I know I've been seeing it around. Daughters were maybe my first formal introduction to grind. At like period, um, I've like, I, you know, I've liked them for a real long time, and. It's been a while since they've put anything out. I think eight years. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So um, to hear them put something out and have it be not only good, but 
new, different, and like really, really cool. It still has all the hallmarks of the daughters while being maybe the next step in what they are doing, you know, after eight years. So let's listen to a bit of Long Road, No Turns. but i was digging is it post grind a thing <laughs> like <laughs> I, I, it's I, i'm actually with frank on this one i'm not sure what the fuck to think about that i liked it no i liked it i just don't n know where to put it well it's so uh daughters have never been the most straightforward band mm -hmm. um no shit uh and they're they're <laughs> certainly uh they're leaning heavier into the weird than they ever have i love it i love it I'm it. really curious about the rest of this album. Now. I I po I uh, previewed, if not listened through the the whole thing. You know, I checked out every track at least a little bit. Um, no, I'm not kidding. This is non-negotiable. This is an album everyone has to at some point listen to. It's in my mind Damn immediately, uh, dude. Like, <laughs> it's different. It, it's manic. It's you know, like a dude on a street corner screaming about Armageddon while still maintaining the the picture of the chaos of like traffic and everything like it's just so out there mm -hmm. while still maintaining the identity of daughters I yeah mean, that's the thing it, it's it's definitely a change but it's not something i'd call a departure no i mean you um, can hear in that like weird uh i don't want to like locusty it, it's more characteristic of the daughters but like the guitar sound actually in this is is all daughters, but it's pulled back. The vocals are, are clear. Yeah, I mean, I, I, 
I'm gonna have to spend some time with this one. I'm I'm really curious about the rest of it now. Uh, but like, I I wouldn't be surprised if this kind of moved, uh, that whole, like, that whole corner of that genre into a different direction. I'm thinking it very well might. I mean, this is you know from from Grindfathers. Like, this is this is very different, progressive, and it, it works so good. I mean, it sounds so good. <laughs> So, you know, if you're interested or not, I already decreed you have to do this. So go check out daughters.bandcamp.com. Well, if Daddy Mike says, Daddy Mike says. <laughs> yeah. That's it for me. <laughs> I got uh, I got one that, that was a hell of a surprise. Yeah, uh, yeah I saw this. I didn't think we, we'd... We, we, both brought in, we both brought in announcements in all caps. Yeah, um... <laughs> So I didn't think this was something I'd uh, I'd ever be saying, but uh, there's a there's a new backswing track. Uh, it was about two in the morning uh, when they posted on Facebook asking people what how they'd feel about them dropping a new track. <laughs> uh, now I don't know what that means. I don't know if they're back together. I don't right. know if this was an older recorded track that they finally decided to release. Uh, I don't know if there have been any updates since I initially saw it, so I'll look into that because um, I'm real curious. But uh, we're going to go ahead and play this one through. Tom, why don't you roll it? Don't you dare ever go close to me again! I retract and retract everything I ever said! Look, all right, let me just say this right now. Like, I'm real excited, Backswing, but please, we have to work in the morning. You can't get us fired up like that at 2 in the morning. <laughs> oh, it was on a Saturday, man. Oh, it was Saturday? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's why I saw it yesterday before. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But holy shit. I, oh. <laughs> exactly what I wanted. I mean, they're, they're fucking... Uh, that that last that last one has not left the CD changer in my car in, mm. in the year or so that I've had it. Um, so I was, you know, I was fucking crushed when they said they were fucking calling it quits. I'm hoping this means that, you know, I know there was some uh, 
some drama. I think they talked all about it on their Facebook if you want to look into that. Um, but hopefully this means that the members who weren't a part of the chaos are, are getting back together and moving forward because, uh, fuck, man. They, they really bring their own sound to it. Absolutely, and it's furious. Uh, so, yeah, anyway, that track is called Old Wounds, and you can head over to backswing.bandcamp.com if you want to give it another listen. Who are you? Schlemmy. Oh, man. Oh, man. I am more excited about this than I've been excited about anything. You know, on, honestly, I know exactly uh, how to compare this. Uh, this is as excited as I felt when I first heard the new morbid angel all the way through. Okay. Like this is the level of excitement I'm feeling this for, for this right now. So, um, when anyone around you talks about like good modern death metal and where it comes from, the first place you think of is probably not Megiddo Israel. So at least I believe that's the city they're based out of. So Kever, uh, K E V E R, uh, released, an EP five years ago called Eon of Cycling Death, and it is without a doubt one of the finest modern death metal releases of the past 20 years, possibly even the last 25. Easily one of the best since the year 2000. And I've been waiting for a follow up to that EP ever since I first heard it like three and a half years ago. It is that fucking good. Like, I can't, there aren't a whole lot of modern albums that have or releases that have the same kind of impact on me. But I woke up to the announcement this morning. Like I, I woke up, I grabbed my phone and like the third or fourth thing I saw on my Facebook feed was that Kever have a new release coming out called primordial offerings and all the, there's no clips. There's no track list. All there is, is a really cool looking, really creepy and weird cover. And all they, all they said is it's a release. They haven't said whether it's going to be, uh, an EP, a full length, like we don't know exactly what it is yet. Oh, man, but they're just full on cock teasing right now. <laughs> oh no, it's it's like I'm I've got my, like my balls are fucking the color of blueberries right now, and it's only been a day. And you know you know the sentence that really does it for me, the fact that all the the fact that all they said is coming sooner than you think. Oh, I like that. So. Hmm. so Apparently, the guys from Kever know how to market, <laughs> motherfucker. Like, I can't even like I can't even begin to describe how excited I am for this because if you have not heard Eon of Cycling Death, you need to go over to Kever K E V E R dot Bandcamp dot com. You need to go pick that shit up now. I mean, like right now because it's on sale for well, it's it's available for five euros. So like just under six dollars it is something else like the it is it is everything that modern death metal should be and i expect nothing less of the upcoming release whatever it may be so go check out one of the best modern death metal releases of the past 20 years and get hyped for the new one Mm -hmm. like i am because if this comes out before the end of the year it's all but guaranteed it's going to be on my top 10 Oh. Like I just I know it's gonna be. So uh, I I also have some good news. Um, this is a, a show that's gonna be coming to Philly. Um, we all like the body. Did you? Oh oh. Did you look at that fully? Uh, oh yeah. 
Uh, yeah, it's only the body, not also. Uh, no, it, it, no, it is. <laughs> it is? It's the body. Um, they're going to be collabing with Uniform when they play in Philly. Author and Punisher is going to be there, and so is Intensive Care. Oh, I read that wrong. Yes, you did. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is going to be a, quite a goddamn show, and that's happening at November 16th. Okay. Yeah. Uh, another one that was just announced today. Uh, it's 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 a little bit away, but it's a big one. Uh, February sixteenth at the First Unitarian Church. Uh, Alone in a Crowd, Terror, Breakaway, their last Philly show, and Search will all be playing. And apparently, there's more to be announced. Uh, so and that's on my birthday. So uh, that's that's likely where I'll be. <laughs> I like I like how Terror only like play a bunch of shit Philly starting like a week and a half after I leave. Mm-hmm. So great. Yeah. You guys know how much I want to see that band. Cause they're fucking dope live. I know, Frank. I've heard them. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we missed a few of theirs here because uh, because Vogel hurt his back on tour at one point, so they had to skip. Uh, this is hardcore. They had to skip a bunch of shit. Um, I know. Sucks. It's good seeing them back. Uh, And that one, I I fucking, it totally fucking, uh, I I just brain farted and I forgot about that one that happened a few weeks ago with fucking Mm -hmm. them and Harm's Way and all. Yeah. Yeah, like a week or two ago. Yeah. uh, And then I remembered it and then I wanted to hang myself. (laughs) Um, But, you know. Please don't. You're you're too handsome to die this actually that's a pretty decent segue into the so october is about over we're gonna be getting into the holiday season we have plans for more interviews we have plans mm-hmm. to keep everybody entertained at every normal time frame you know mondays and thursdays and thursdays so nothing should change and we should have yeah. interviews coming for you yeah um we we'd like we, to- we yeah we got a couple that i am super stoked like the f- fucking i don't know what fucking magic that mike is working but Keep doing it, but try. <laughs> yeah, um, we're 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 trying to get that on more of a regular schedule. Um, it's just tough because, as any listeners know, we cover bands from all over the fucking place. Right. Uh, so scheduling interviews, even with the magical convenience of the internet, can still, rough. still get rough. Right. Uh, I know we had to record fairly early to get that interview with Eugene and it was still getting real late where he was by the time we finished. So, uh, you know, um, maybe we'll figure out some magical trick to make it happen more frequently, but we're going to get as many of them as we can for you. Absolutely. And we got, we got a, a roster. We got a, you know, a little checklist to go through. So we, you know, they're there. We just got to schedule them. Right on. I believe that, uh, you know, the destination is rapidly approaching. Yes, it is. Uh, before we get there, let me remind you that you can head over to fthepit.com to find literally everything about the show. Uh, all of the social media. You can hit up Twitter and bother Frank. Uh, if you're on Facebook, uh, probably any one of us but Frank will get back to you. <laughs> uh, and if you if you I, want to find us on I Instagram. Believe, uh, yeah, I was going to say, I think Mike mostly runs the Instagram, right? Yeah, Mike pretty much solely runs the Instagram. Um, yeah, um, as far as the Facebook goes, it'll probably like it'll probably be either Mike, Phil, more likely me. Like I, I usually I'm on Facebook more than anything else. So if you want to 
come scream at me. You can come scream at me and I'll laugh at you. If the memes aren't funny, throw more money at that Patreon. We'll hire writers. (laughs) I'm making it I'll call your meme shit and you can always go pay us to do and you can always go pay us and we'll give you better ones. <laughs> Speaking of, you can have her head over to patreon.com slash from the pit. If you really like what we do for as little as five bucks a month, you get uh, four extra uh, four bonus episodes uh, covering different shit. So uh, those are a lot of fun. We love doing them. Um, go do it. What the fuck is five bucks a month? You know? Shit. It's two coffees. Yeah. If you, not if you're going to Starbucks, Nate. It's not even two coffees. Yeah. If you're going to Starbucks, that's like one coffee, maybe. Not, yeah, if you're lucky. <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah, that does it for me, Frank. So with that, we have arrived at our destination. It is now safe to undo your seatbelts. Good night, ladies. <laughs>